You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. Situations and circumstances can, can push you to say things you have no business saying. Somebody can make you, you angry and push you into saying something you have no business saying. You told her to let it go, but she wouldn't let it go. You just need to leave that alone and just let's, let's just squash it. But she couldn't let it go. And you release out of your mouth something that caused her to be silent. But it was because of the words that you said to her. Words that, that basically destroyed her, hurt her. Or cause her to, to wonder, how could you say such to me? Words can destroy. That's the reason Solomon said in, in, in Proverbs 18 and 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. But she pushed me, Pastor. Yeah, but you, you. You should not have destroyed her character because of her pushing you. You, you didn't just say something. You, you, you said something out of your emotions. You said something that, that was more than just words. You said something that was sin. See, somebody can push you to the point to where you will get so angry you will sin with your mouth and, and this is the thing you know better because the Bible says be angry <laughs> seeing not but she pushed me <laughs> no you, you can't keep hanging on to that 
Because there's going to be a whole lot of times you're going to be pushed. But you can't allow your words to destroy somebody. There are words that people can remember and they bring hurt. Some even tears to their eyes. And the words were spoken 20 years ago. But they still remember the words as if they were spoke in the last 10 seconds. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And get this. And he or she who uses it or loves it shall eat its fruit. Results come from speaking. Results, manifestations and so you have to be careful when it comes to your, to your words. And you have to understand that, that what comes out of your mouth is, is going to be one or two things. When you compare different things, it's going to be right or wrong. It's going to be moral or immoral. Going to be just unjust that comes out of your mouth. And, and, and some things that come out, you, you may try to fix it, but it's hard to repair certain things. Yeah, there, there are some things that just woo, can't be fixed by a human person. It takes God to fix Lord knows I've been guilty. Lord, I, 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 I shouldn't have said it. Woo, I shouldn't have let it get me. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't. Look at your neighbor and say, have you ever had a moment where you just said it and you shouldn't have said it? Well, I got to be honest, it ain't just been a moment I've had several times that I... That but I have learned. You got to learn. You got to learn what to say and what not to say. You got to learn to hold in what you feel like saying. Because she's going to make you mad again and you're going to feel like saying, but you got to get grown to the point to where you feel like saying, but you just go. I'm going for a ride. You come back, that spirit's still there. Hey, I'm going for another ride. 
come back, that spirit there. Look, I'll be back in two days. You have to understand the power of words. Especially when, when, when somebody is going through something and, 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 and you think you know why they're going through what they're going through. you would get yourself together. All this wouldn't be happening to you. I told you a couple of years ago what you needed to do and you didn't do it. And that's the reason all this is happening to you. And, and within yourself when you tell a person such you think you're right. Yeah, sometimes you tell a, a person something and, and you really feel like you're, you're right. Yeah, sometimes you can be as wrong as wrong can be, but, but you feel <laughs> you're right. And, and, and probably most of us, we, we've had a moment to where we just knew what we said was, was right. Even though it was wrong. And eventually God will let you know you were wrong. Or you were right. If you just listen, he'll let you know. Job had some good friends. Friends that he felt he could, he could depend on. Friends that heard about the death of his children. The destruction of his property. And may have even heard that, that, that him and his wife were not on good, good terms. Ooh, they weren't on good terms, Deacon Oak. She, she, she revealed that they were not on good terms when she turned around and told him, look, what you need to do, boy, you need to just cuss God. And how would you feel, Deacon Tarbot, if Sister Monique <laughs> uttered such words to you after you had lost your job? How would you feel, Elder, if, if Balls Lady looked you eye to eye and said, 
I can do bad by myself. And then took a little spit and just before she left. His friends showed up after his calamities and after his wife gave Job a piece of her mind. And so they showed up and they, they got to looking at Job for days and, and how he was acting and so forth. Word was not spoken for days. They just, they just said, said by each other. I, I don't know how they do it. I, I, I couldn't sit for no days. and Maybe you could, but just sitting for days and just watching the person and, and, and while they're watching the person allowing their mind to just, to just take in everything that Joe was Joe was doing making a fire and setting in the fire because of the boils that were, were upon him trying to get, get some comfort and, and, and no doubt crying and, and Frustrated because of everything that has taken place and, 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 and wondering based upon scripture, why is this happening to me? But at the same time, uh, not wanting to upset God, letting God know you give and you've taken away. So I still bless you. I still praise you. I still hallelujah. Even though I'm going through it. Get this. Physically. Emotionally. And to a degree that's not often talked about financially. You can't lose all of your cattle and so forth. Which, which actually is money and not be affected by it. So his friends, they done heard the news, but now they are seeing him going through it. And so in their mindset, our friend has been doing What he has no business doing. That's the reason all this is. Is happening. And so. The silence. Ceases. And the chatter. Begins. One friend after another telling Joe what, what they feel. Really killing him. Death in the power of the tongue. J 
Job, you ain't doing this. Job, you're thinking like this. Job, you should have did this. Job, if you was right, it, this right here wouldn't be Just attacking him with words. With words. And, and, and I love the strength of Job because Job, he just sat there and took it. And one came after another just, just dishing it out. And he taking it and then he, he turns around and, and he tries to explain or, or he gives his side. But they continue to blame all that's taking place in his life on him. Have you ever been there where, where, where folk trying to Look at what you're going through, and, and, and the only conclusion that they can reach is your fault. It's your fault. Not, not one time that, that they hit the nail on the head, and that God allowed Satan to do to Job. What was taking place? Not one time did they identify that that what's happening to him is demonic. This ain't. This is not our praying friend. This is not our fasting friend. This is not our friend that's in the world. This is the not one time that they disearn. The demonic. I, I'm going to tell you something. Church folks used to be like that. And some of them still are. If they see you're not prospering. In a certain way. You're not, you're not doing this in a certain way. She ain't living right. Here we are in a season of battle. Look at her. Yeah, that girl ain't living right. I, I, I can't put my hand on it. Can't put my hand on it. But it's something. I don't know what it is about him but it's, it's, it's something right and then I follow it with a tongue <laughs> man you hear about all that bad stuff happening to Walker it's something wrong it, it's Oh Lord, have mercy! I don't know what Walker done did. It's something going on with him, though. Now I'm using my name, but I could put your name in it. Certain <laughs> folk, when stuff start going wrong in your life, they'll start. 
trying to talk about, yeah. I'm really trying to get you to understand that what Joe was going through happens to all of us. Maybe not to the degree that he was going through it, but, but it happens to, well, folk will call themselves discerning, but it would be the wrong discernment. God showed me. <laughs> and anytime somebody comes to you, God showed you, you better look. Write it on paper. <laughs> and uh, just give it to me. And when you get it, don't even open it. File it in section 13. <laughs> oh, you don't know what section 13 is? The trash can. And, and so... Job listened to everything that they, they put on the table and tried to give them answers. Matter of fact, he gave them answers that, that were right. But then finally, we come to Job 6 and 30. They done did all that talking and are not done yet, but have done all this talking. And, and so now Job has to put before them two questions because they think that what they are discerning is right. Oh, and don't let, don't let two or three folk in the church uh, say that they discern the same thing. Oh, good God. They're bringing scripture. They're, you know, the Bible says if two of us agree. So if you feel that way that brother so-and-so going through it because of such a, hey, this ain't nobody but the Lord. Sha-da-da-da. Say your neighbor, but God is not messy. When he talks about two or three being on the same page, these are folk that are spirit-led, folk that know the Holy Spirit, folk that adhere to John 16 and 13, believe that the spirit of truth will guide them into all truth. But Joe's friends were fishing like a whole lot of us do from time to time. We just be fishing trying to figure out what we really don't. Y'all getting with me. Say to your neighbor, it ain't good to fish when you ain't in no lake or by a lake. Quit trying to fish on dry land. So notice the first question. Is there injustice on my tongue? I hear 
just say, but, but am I uttering something that's in contrast to the will of God? Am I talking like I'm not Christian? Am I talking like I talked before I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior? Do I hang around folk and talk like whoever I'm hanging around? Because some folk are good at that. It's even some preachers good at that. When, when, when they are around Pentecostals, they talk Pentecost. When they are around Baptists, they talk Baptist. When they are around sinner, they talk sinner. Whatever environment they are around, if it's cussing, they know how to pull out a cuss word. And so Joe wants to know, have you heard that I've been cussing somebody out? Have you heard that I've been saying something in the neighborhood I had no business saying? Bottom line, have I been living something that's in contrast to the will of God? If so, bring it to the table. See, because they, they were fishing, so he wants to know, have I been saying something? Because some of the things that they were saying to Job, some of us, we, we, would, we wouldn't have lasted long. We, we would have been cussing folk out. I, I mean, I knew Job was a strong man. I mean, you read the book of Job and the way they attack him, and Job sat there and just tried to reason with him and so forth. Someone would have been cussing out. I'll repent later, but I'm finna cuss off. Some of us would have went further than that. We would have pulled out our knife, our gun. Say another word. Say something else and see what happens. Yeah, I'm hearing what you say, but say it, say it again. Say it again. You say that one more time, and yeah, since you think I'm wrong, I'm gonna be wrong with you. But the integrity of this man exemplified how mature saints should be. No matter how much folk try to push you, you hold on to your integrity. You don't sin against God first and foremost. And you don't allow them to pull you into the ditch of the outhouse that they're in. Let them stay in the outhouse by themselves. There was no injustice, unrighteousness, unjust talking coming from his, his mouth because despite what he was going through. His mind was on the right thing. He who keep 
is mine. Stay on thee of the Lord. Shall be in perfect peace. Talk about me, but I'm still going to put God first. Scandalize my name, but I'm still going to live right. Say I ain't doing this, that, or the other, but I'm still going to strive to do what he done told me to do. I'm still going to strive to think, talk, and act according to his written and revealed will. And then he puts before them the second question. Notice the second question. Cannot my Taste, discern the unsavory. If the front palate does not get the taste correct, maybe my back palate or maybe both palates together will Discern the taste. And this is literal. I put a good piece of pie in my mouth. I can discern the butter. <laughs> I can discern whether the fruit of the nuts are fresh. Simply because of my palates. I, I, I can talk to you about what I'm tasting. Yeah, I, you don't need any steak sauce for this. Ribeye, because. Mm, it's tender. It's cooked to perfection. Oh, they put one of my favorites in on top of the steak or in the steak. I don't know how they did it, but I can taste a little red pepper, a little black pepper, a little turmeric. Yes, 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 yes. Very good. So good that I want to chew it. Longer than I should chew it. Some things taste so good and you only got a little bit of it. You try to make it last. You, you're, you're just at the table just constantly chewing. I'm going to keep chewing this until all the flavor goes. But Job was not asking the question from a literal standpoint. He was letting them know that he could discern taste and that he could identify the difference between right, wrong, just, 
unjust, moral, and immoral. Theologically, he knew what was of God and what was in contrast to God. Cannot I discern the taste of the unsavory? You don't think I know when I'm in sin and I'm not in sin? You don't think I know when, when, when I'm wrong? Even though some folk act like they don't know they were wrong and, and, and still trying to make it right. You cuss your wife out, brother. You was wrong. But you still hadn't apologized. And, and so the question should come to you. Do not you discern that what you did was unsavory. Even though she said something to you, she didn't have no business. Say you didn't have the right to cuss her out because you're a Christian. What you did is bigger than her. It's about what you did to God. And so you are unsavory because you didn't get that thing right. And you're continuing to be unsavory because your pride, your haughty spirit continues. To rule over you because you don't want to just drop it. And go in there and say, honey boo, I was wrong. <laughs> the words that came out of my mouth were sin and, and, and I need you to forgive me. Job say, can I not? Discern the taste of the unsavory. When you can discern the taste of the unsavory, you, you know you just ain't got no business going certain places. You going? No, I ain't going. No, I ain't going. Brother, you, brother all of us done agreed to go. You, no, I ain't going. Why? Oh, that's unsavory. I, I ain't got no business doing that you have to be able to discern the unsavory theologically that which is in contrast to the will of God for your life that's based upon what is written and revealed it should never be in a mature child of God. I don't know if I should or should. No, you need to be equipped to the point to where you can discern. Even though it looks right, your discernment will tell you it's not right. Well, it just felt right. Yeah, but your discernment. 
will let you know even though it may feel right that it's not right. You have to be able to taste to the point to where you're like David. You know what's good for you and what's not. And it has to go beyond a ribeye, a pecan pie, such as Miller's hand bakes. Good God, that girl back. But anyway, that's another subject. Let me show you something. I got to close it. Let me show you something. Let's go to uh, Psalm 34. Verse 8. David could discern the unsavory as well as the savory. And, but, and notice... What he says here, Psalm 34 and 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And see, this is basically what Job will let them know. I know what's right and what's wrong. I know God. And here's David, who could, who could discern the taste of the savory and the unsavory, lets us know when it comes to God that he is savory. He is a sweet savor. An aroma, precious and pleasing. And so he, he encourages folk, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Job talked about how, how he could discern the taste of the unsavory. He knew as well as the savory, even though he didn't say savory. But David said, if you taste God, God is good. It's a taste that should always stay with you. Even when you're going through something horrendous. What do you mean, preacher? Can you break it down a little more? Even though everything that can go wrong is taking place in your life because of how good God has been to you because of how good God tastes you should never allow what you go through to cause you to get out of his will but let's take it further 
because even Jesus himself could discern the taste of the unsavory and the savory. When the devil himself tried to put on him, if you be the son of God, turn these stones, this rock, in the bread. Jesus would not do it. Told the enemy, man shall not live by bread alone. But every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. He knew that there was a taste when it came to bread. But there was also a taste when it came to God's word. The same way when you taste a ribeye, it makes you feel good from your crown to the sole of your feet. Ain't it so when you really know how good God's word is? Ain't that the reason you come looking for your rhema? You come looking for that taste. You come looking for something that's going to fill you up. You come looking for something that's going to make your life better. Going to make you better in your spirit. Your soul and your body. Say to your neighbor, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Look at somebody eye to eye and ask them, have you tasted God lately? If it be true, tell them I'm tasting him right now. He let me know that I don't need to cuss out my wife. I don't need to cuss out my husband. I don't need to cuss out my friends. Even when they get on my last nerve. I'm just going to keep eating his word. His word is so good to where no matter what they say. I'm just going to stay in the word. And you know why? The best place to be. And the is in God's word. Am I right? I'm going to stop right there. Let's get the Lord a hand of praise. Let's give him a bigger hand of praise.